continue on yesterday's theme. I want to say it's a, that I feel the topic's a tough topic to talk about because because we've heard we've heard many things. We've heard many things on this. I want you to just know me. I'm very I'm very weary of lines that are said propaganda type lines. Obviously, many rebellion don't like internet and are nervous about the access. That's obvious. So, just because you're against something doesn't give you license to make up facts to say kids today are less social because they're on the internet. Just to say irresponsible things. Is it true? Is I'm sorry. It might. Yeah, it might. No, it has. To be, I just. I just. You have to really believe it. Is it proven? It might be true, but I just don't like saying. Yeah, it has to, we have to be open and logical, and I see the difference. Do you see the difference? It has to be it has to be real propaganda. It could be true. It's, it might be 100 percent true, but you have to be careful. What's true? What's a fact? What appears and stated as such? I think. But the bottom line, in this conversation, much has been said. There's this, what? No, I'm just saying, you have to be careful with propaganda. If you believe something, it doesn't give you license to make up facts. Yeah, it has to be said. There's, a, there's an author who I like a lot, his teachings. I showed last year a video to the guys from him. I, he's, his name is Rev. Lawrence Kellerman. Rev. Kellerman. Rev. Kellerman is a Talmud of Revolva. He's a tremendous thinker, and I find him to be not, he's not an extremist, he's not an alarmist. He doesn't say statements that are, whoa, like dramatic statements. He's very factual, proving what he says, logically thinking things. So I want to read to you a little bit. He has a long article that I'm not going to read the whole thing for simply lack of time. But um, the, the, the name of the article is Escaping the Cyber Slums. To me, it's one of the most intelligently written articles about Internet. To me, it's one of the most thoughtful, that, that's very grounded. He doesn't say extreme things. He obviously, the first whole part that I'm cutting out is he has statistics, the amount of pornography and junk that people are looking at online. It's obviously startling and stunning and overwhelming, but he has data from Goyim, real data of all of what's going on online. And he just describes the nature of human psychology is that overindulgence in one's pleasure creates a desire for another more depraved pleasure and so forth in a potentially unending downward spiral towards total degradation. The more one engages in illicit pleasure, the more they have a desire for more, you have a negative spiral. So Gemara Sukkah, besides yeah. that the Goyim the know it, the Gemara Sukkah says that we have an aver, we have a limb in our body. Maspiyoi, the more you satiate it, the more hungry you create it. Mariva, if you don't give in to it, maspiyoi, you can satiate it. That's the nature of Taiva. It's a Gemara in Sukkah, Ar And the Goyim know it. The Gemara in Sukkah says, Ever Echa, there's a limb in our body. Maspiyoi, if we over-satiate it, we run after Taiva, Mariva, we just make it hungry. We just want more and more. Mariva, if you limit, you hungry. It, you satiate it. If you're careful, so then you satiate it. So he writes this the 
nature of human psychology is overindulgence creates a desire for another. He said in a nightmarish scenario, an upstanding gentleman could wake up to find himself on one of the web's many sites dedicated to illicit activity. And then this person just has a negative cycle, one thing and another and another. He describes the obvious thing that's going on. He comes from a very, he's coming from studies, Goyish studies from all different colleges, statistics and numbers. This is not something that only from Yidin, there's not, people think there's like a Lakewood topic, like the Rosh Hashivas are worried about. Every guy, every intelligent every intelligent guy is worried about this, guys. My wife works with Goyim, the Goyim are talking about this. This is not like a phenomenon, unfortunately it enters our world, because they associate their 6th grade rabbi and the 8th grade rabbi like this is a yeshivish problem a yeshivish. the goyim are not are not blind lahavdol infinite abdolis this is a massive issue going on out there that's widely known yeah, of course why do they consider of course of course because they're human beings goyim are human beings as well and goyim so I just want you to like, just, it's just good to be aware that this is not a it's, it's often it's a pleasure to read this article coming just from stats and numbers and figures. It's it's crazy what's going on out of there. So when he says, well, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not coming to get involved in the discussion. It's a good question, Ozzy. How many care? Who cares? Goyim are human beings. And there's a problem by Goyim as well. But I want to. I, what I what I would like to do. You'll hear where the angle I'm coming from, and this to continue yesterday's discussion. Pesach. Pesach's all about connection to Hashem. The purpose of Yitzhak Mitzrayim is to have a relationship to Hashem. It's not to free us. It's not to be free. If you ask, why do we have Yitzhak Mitzrayim? It's not because we were slaves, we need to be free. Because Hashem wants a relationship. So I want to read, continue on that. This intelligent man, after writing very much, not dramatically, like with stats about what's going on and the, the sites people are seeing, it is clear that there's an... Everybody listen to this. This is fascinating. It is clear there's a need to protect one's children from the distraction and corrosive element of the internet. Limitation to internet access, the use of filtering software and pre-filtered internet providers are all good ideas. Ultimately, restricting internet access is a necessary but insufficient solution. What is needed is healing the personality weaknesses that virtually guarantee individuals will fall victim to internet temptations. Studies show that those most likely into trouble are not something... The point is, therefore, a key challenge to parents' education is identifying the risk factors and individuals most at risk. The bottom line is, Rabbi said, what he suggests, and what I want to say, is besides, everybody's talking filters, filters, filters. In Waterbury, we have another approach, and we're mechavim to Rev Kelim and Baruch Hashem, that besides filters, certainly you need filters. Certainly an intelligent Bacher doesn't give himself a smartphone. That's Pasha. That's obvious. I would not give myself a smartphone that would be stupid. Why would I put my access a smartphone in my hands? So certainly that's intelligent. I advise every bacher, man up and get rid of your smartphone. Push it. Obvious. Stop having a smartphone. You'll find other ways to find the scores. You, I'll give you the, score, the sports scores. Come to me. I'll find out who won. 
That's Pasha. We should, everybody should give the smartphones. But what I want, Rabbi, say, so certainly limiting access is important, but it's not the sole solution. If you are going to raise your kids thinking the solution, because even if it's out of your son's pocket, the smartphone, well, it's in his friend's pocket. Even if he doesn't have a smartphone, he can go to the local, he's going to work one day, and one day he's going to have it. It is not the only answer. It's not the main answer. It needs to be done. Filters, all these things. This is the main answer. And tell me if this is familiar to the yeshiva. You know, it's important if you hear something from all different places and everybody's saying the same things, maybe they're onto something. I want you to hear an intelligent thinker. If Kellerman is one of the real intelligent thinkers out there, and very well read, he says, researchers, this is coming from Chachmas Hagayim, but trust me, it's all in the Torah. Research described four pre-existing conditions that put an individual at high risk for getting into trouble on the internet. There are four major factors that make people more susceptible to the internet. Listen to this. They are the four factors, and then we're going to speak about them. Lack of family bonds. The Goyim. Chachmas Lack of family bonds. The four most major factors to seeing inappropriate things. Lack of family bonds. Low esteem. Inability to express opinions and questions. And inability to socialize. Now listen Listen to he goes through each one of Kellerman. One, lack of family bonds. These are the four biggest factors to causing a person to be susceptible to things online. Yeah, you'll hear. He's going to go through each one, Schindler. One, lack of family bonds. Everybody listen to this. Both for cho- adults and children, the most statistically significant risk factor for internet use is weak familiar family connections. The data indicate that adults are at risk when they are unmarried or emotionally distant from their spouse. Anything we do to strengthen our marriages, from spending more time together as husbands and wives, to taking courses in the practice and the philosophy of marriage, make us less vulnerable to the to the shady stuff on the internet. The data also indicate that children are at risk when they are physically separated or emotionally distant from their parents. Anything we do to strengthen our relationship with our children from spending more one-on-one time with them to taking courses in the practice and philosophy of parenting makes them less vulnerable to the shady parts of internet. For centuries, rabbis have been teaching that children need parental love and that when parents are not present to provide it, the children will find dangerous replacements elsewhere. Therapists steeped in Jewish tradition were therefore not shocked when the director of computer addicted addiction services at Harvard Medical School, Marisa Orzak, recently revealed her finding that the children most vulnerable to the internet's magnetic pull from families where nobody's at home to relate to after school. Greeting our children when they arrive home from school, being there to send them off again in the morning and spending quality time with them in between all constitute inoculations against the internet. Straight up. When they're not the deep connections, 
when they're not the deep connections causes the disconnect people if they don't get the best connections turn to weaker connections the greatest safety number one a Harvard research this is Chachmas Hagoyim if there are thousands of years behind the Torah the greatest inoculation the greatest thing you could do for your child to protect against the dangers of internet is not a filter though it's needed the greatest is to make sure you kiss your kid every day you touch your kid every day touch him every day in ways he likes different teenagers need different ways your own children daily I don't care what type of father you are you're mushy you're not mushy you find cool ways some kids it's a it's, a, it's an elbow bang some kid is a pat on the back a hug, each kid and you better know your kid what he's about some kids run in a good chest bump that's good too you make sure to understand your kid and connect to your child I was with a seven Bachram in the car a Yid calls, I don't know this Yid my kid's locked in his room for two months what do I do? I said, what is your kid like? I don't know, that is a tragedy the tragedy that you don't know what your kid likes is, is sickness, is ill be close to our families our job now besides our parenting job is to make a connection to our families do it selfishly Make a connection to your family. It is an Indian of Pesach. Pesach says man with the bonim of Hashem understand what a child is. Make the connections. If you, this is not, guys could sit here and say, oh, my parents did it all wrong. Then you're using this information wrong. That's not the point. That's, that's a life of failure to point to others' mistakes. Look at what you can yes do. That's the recipe for all failure. It's to say what others should have, could have, would have done, should still do. Do what you can do. Form connections, family connections. Learn to make deep ones. Anybody here who's motivated one day to be close to his children, a good start is to be close to your parents. Make a connection to parents. Find ways, emotional, spend time, focus and zone in conversation. Learn to create that. This is like basic, basic, basic. When we look at a society that's reaching addictions to levels never seen before in the history of mankind, it's because of the lack of connections. That's not propaganda. This, it's, it's simply the mitzayos. That the people most susceptible, this is a Harvard medical school, the head of the, the director of computer addiction services, Marisa Orzak, revealed or finding that the most vulnerable children to addictions on the internet are children that don't have close family connections. It's very, very simple. That if we don't have the connections we're supposed to have, then we are vulnerable to other connections. This is something to strengthen, to make sure exists. It's chazal, it's psukim all over the Torah. Don't ever forget this pasuk. You can't have learned in the yeshiva and not know this pasuk. Rashi says, Somebody who does chesed to his family is a man of kind. I love it when guys tell me they're going out with girls. She's such a balas chesed. She 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 volunteers for this, for that, for that. She got to her brother. Stop telling me what she volunteers for. She got to her brother. Does she help her mama? I don't want to hear. We live in such an alma de shekra, a world of lies. I was reading. My son loves the. 
the, with all the soldiers, the magazine that comes Zman. out once a month? Zman. So the latest one's on Putin. He's reading about Putin. It shows like all his chesed Putin running around the country and, and they describe the lies, how they present all the chesed. We're used to the picture of the politician with the shovel in hand digging for the Yisayimim, for all the Yisayimim of the world. Chesed is he good to his wife. Chesed is he good to his mama? Is he good to his sister? Goimel nafshoi, a man who's good to his wife, to his family. Ish chesed is a man of kindness. Be good to your family, Rabbi. Say, develop a care and a connection to your family. You can point fingers, but they, but they should have, could have, would have, didn't, don't, never. Stop all that. It's true. They made mistakes. True, true, true. This is what's happened. I want a revolution to stem the tide, Hebra. People made mistakes. It's Hitler's fault. It's not your parents. Hitler destroyed all generation. Most of our parents didn't have grandparents. There was a whole... Hitler did a lot of damage. More than you think, more than you know. But the point is to make a revolution with Taiv. If you want to just continue a negative cycle, great. It's their fault. Blame and have kindness. That's easy. The question is, can we start a new revolution? Can we change things and go back to the Torah? The Torah's way of The Torah's way of The Torah's way of The Torah's way of of Karav Karav Kaidim, the Torah's way of family, of Mishpacha. The Torah's way of being into family. Of, of caring about mishpacha, of achrayis for mishpacha. That rabbi say, you want to be a finger pointer, hatzlacha. You want to be part of a revolution back to the Torah's way, please join in. Let's be mechazik. Be mechazik to be a better son. It's not easy. You know, Bacher goes home determined. He's fired up. He's going to be a good brother. And then his sister says the most annoying thing. And then his mother. You know what mothers can be before Pesach. So prepare before. You know she's going to say that annoying thing that you hate. But she's mama. She loves you. You know your sister, your father. Learn to be a good son. Learn to put up. People are imperfect. Even our parents that are so precious and amazing. People have their funny things. But learn to connect. To make a connection. An emotional connection. So that's that's step one, Rabbi Say. We're at his man of connection. Pesach's all connection. Let's be mechazi connection. It's a time we became the Banim of Hashem. Let's understand what it means to be a Ben. We live in a dirt. It's being lost what it means to be a Ben. What a family connection means. Let's be Mechazik that we know what it means to be a Ben. And then understand what Banim Lashem. The next one, number two. Factor number two. He says four main factors that make people that make people very vulnerable to addictions. One is low family connections. Two, low esteem. Architects of the European Enlightenment attempted, and to a large degree succeeded in persuading the masses that man was nothing more than a sophisticated monkey. Reb Nassim Svi Fink was preparing to start the legendary yeshiva in Slobodka. He asked his Rebbe of Yisrael Salanter what principle should guide the institution. Reb Nassim Svi Finkel, the altar of Slobodka, asked his Rebbe, I'm starting a yeshiva. What should be the guiding principle of the school? Reb Yisrael was a fire, was a gun. 
Ayin was a Godel B'tayra. He wasn't somebody saying to, little, to youngsters, you're such a nice boy, you're a good boy. It wasn't a psychologist. He was a fiery Eved Hashem, the likes of which the world hasn't seen in 500 years. A fiery Eved Hashem. Yisrael Salanter. And his Talmud out of Slavodka asked his Rebbe, what should, I be, what should be the most important, fundamental Yisrael of my Yeshiva? Reb Salanter, acutely aware of the degrading campaign being conducted all around him, answered with a verse from Yeshaya. Revive the spirit of the low, low of the low and rest, resuscitate the heart of those who have been crushed. If we think we are apes, we will behave as such. And if we know we are more exalted than the angels, we will live up to that reality. We are not surprised that study after study reveals that those who are most attracted to the most degraded internet sites also have the lowest self-esteem. Today's parents and teachers who have experimented with Yeshaya's ancient approach, teaching about the essential great of being human have experienced tremendous success. We can teach us not only through what we say but through how we say it and how we walk, eat and dress. Every fiber of our existence can declare I am a mensch and so are you. We must also be careful not to degrade others even when we need to rebuke them. Perhaps never before we have so much to lose should we abandon the teachings of our forebearers. To know we're chashiv, chashiva sa'adam, gadla sa'adam. The people most susceptible, the second most susceptible person to internet addictions doesn't understand gadla sa'adam. If a human being is an ape, if he's a monkey, if he's a piece of garbage, he becomes susceptible to bad things because he's nothing to protect. We talk filters, filters. We don't give over to a person that you have so much to protect. You can't tell me how to protect if I don't know to protect, if I don't value to protect. God was but it's not words to give over. When we learn to respect each other, when we're mechazik, that person, and value, and are mechabed, that person in the dorm, we are giving him life mamish. Then and only then is a filter in Egea. We talk, the world talks the conversation about filters when they don't have people who want to guard anything. So you tell a bacher, filter, guard, guard what, who, when. And we teach him he's a piece of garbage and then you tell him guard. Garbage doesn't have to guard anything. Valuable, princely, precious people, somebody who understands the grandeur of a yid, the beauty of a yid, the ben melech that is a yid, such a person understands, protect, and is shaykh to protect. So that's factor number two. Factor number one is mishpacha. Factor number two, connection to mishpacha. Factor number two is understanding godless other. Three, because of its perceived I can't say the word, anonymity. The the fact that nobody knows who you are. The world of the web offers adults and children alike a place to say and ask what they feel they cannot say and ask in the real world. The less people feel they can discuss with their teachers and parents, the more likely they are to turn to the internet for discussion information. The more inhibited I am in a society where you're closed, where teenagers are taught, don't talk up, just dress like the next guy and fit in, you're more susceptible to addictions on the internet. You hear? In a society which limits a child's ability to express and say, they look for an anonymous place to express and say things. 
because they don't feel comfortable to express and say things. In a family, in a yeshiva, in an institution that gives over the power to express and to say, I don't feel the big deal of going to a place that I'm a little more free. I have a certain anonymous that I could just say and ask and be what I want. The more we especially want our children and our adult students to ask us their questions regarding quote theological issues and any other issues that concern them. We want our children and students to hear about these matters directly and exclusively from us. Not only because the internet offers such corrupt presentations of these topics, but also because these areas constitute the most precious aspects of our nation's traditions. What we speak about taiva and yeshiva, I want Bachram to hear about taiva, and I want them to hear how precious how precious taiva is, because you got to hear about it from here and not learn about it from crazy places. We must be sober enough to realize that today almost all children and many adults have questions on these topics. If they're not asking us, they're either getting answers elsewhere or looking for an opportunity to do so. If a child doesn't ask, you must stimulate his question. We must encourage our children, our adult student, to inquire. And then we must give them suitable answers. If we do not know how to approach these topics, we can approach our own teachers and counselors. Master these aspects of our tradition and pass these teaching on to the next generation. Let a person express and ask and wonder and know. And then you don't need an anonymous place to do such. So that's the third factor. Factor number four. Data indicate... What? We have to go? So let's go. Okay, so I owe you factor number four. We're up to the fourth factor. We will we will stop here, by say. What I'm going to ask, I have to go. I'm late to a meeting. What I'm going to ask is that shiurim should take place. I want to learn. We, we every day are trying to do some ashkafas of Pesach and halacha. I want to get to halacha. I'm going to ask that the shiurim take place 11:30. So learn now till the gemara shiurim at 12:20. At 1220, we'll come back and we'll learn halacha se Pesach right here at 1220.